This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are solely their own and not intended to apply to another's personal situation. You should always consult with a qualified, licensed physician or other healthcare provider. By watching or listening to this podcast, you acknowledge you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your country or region. This podcast is for adults only, should not be used as a meal replacement, and may contain nuts. Hey, and welcome to the very first episode of The Newbie and the Doobie. This is exciting, eh? First episode ever. It's super exciting. This is my first time in an actual studio. I'm <laughs> this, super nervous. <laughs> a tiny little box with uh, some cushions on the side if things go a little bit nuts. Yeah, it kind of looks like foam or something on the walls. <laughs> is that think, for our protection? Or? I think anytime you define something as... Uh, it looks like this or something um, is a very scary <laughs> scenario. Um, we are uh, we are starting this podcast and launching it on 420. Uh, that, I believe, is, let's see, January, February, March, April. April the 20th, fourth month, 20th day. Yes. Um, that's worth celebrating, is it not? It is. There's a special reason why we celebrate 420, which we will get into later. But I have to wave my little flag here. When we were preparing this podcast, uh, we were like, do we have all of our notes? And uh, MJ in particular was just saying, uh, but can I at least have my flag? That was kind of the most important thing. So now that that's out of the way, we really uh, don't have much else to go with uh, other than what's on this little card here. Do you want to, Do we need to blow the whistles? I mean, you did bring these two traveling in today. I did. I'm going to save mine later when we talk about the reason behind 420. All right, so you have to stay tuned for that. Uh, not only will you hear about the history of 420 and other stuff we're going to be talking about, but there is literally um, an opportunity for us to blow these whistles. Can, can I just blow it now? Is... You can blow your whistle to me. <laughs> well, that's going to be exciting, isn't it? All right, so uh, what's coming up here? What are we uh, What are we going to be talking about today? All right, so today we're going to tell you a little bit about the podcast. And we're going to be telling you a little bit about ourselves. And, of course, the history behind 420. And there's much more. Now, in regards to who we are, my name is Timmy Boyle. I'm a clean comedian, former youth pastor, and non-cannabis user. And I myself am a cannabis advocate, medical consumer, and model. So here we are in a podcast studio as a non-consumer and a medicinal cannabis user. Now, not only are we doing this podcast together, but we have been, been journeying life together here. Now, how is, how is that even possible? How did a non-consumer connect with a consumer and then actually form some sort of relationship with that? Apparently, I've been discovering that's really very rare that uh, those two worlds com come together at all. No, you're absolutely absolutely right, Timmy. I never thought it was possible. I generally didn't even have friends that didn't consume cannabis. And it wasn't because, you know, I turned my nose up at those people. It was generally the other way around. It's kind of like when you're single and your friends have kids or you mm -hmm. have kids and your friends are single. Or you have your friends' kids. That always gets awkward, but anyways. That really would be awkward. But um, generally, if you have kids and your friends don't, you kind of lose touch. Right. And they don't hang out with you. So to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't consume was not even a thought of mine. So, Well, it definitely wasn't a thought of mine. I mean, uh, the whole issue of cannabis, weed, marijuana. Apparently, I've been learning a whole lot that some of those terms, you can't even use some of the terms. Like, apparently, marijuana is not a, not the right word to use. No. I've been learning a ton by going through this process. I didn't even know anybody in my life that was, I'm going to say this, that was overtly a cannabis user because I have a feeling a lot of the people in my life had they been using it growing up in the church uh, they most likely were consuming if that all in a back room somewhere um, that it just wasn't discussed and in fact it was mostly frowned upon so um, when we crossed paths which was at an event we didn't even, I mean it's not like you know I was out looking for a cannabis user um, I was hosting an event for um, what was it it was to help animals cats um, dogs <laughs> It's called Fixed for Life. It is a, a community. It's like a, 
Yeah, they fix animals within the community. So if you've got a broken animal, you can uh, send them off because uh, you have a cat with a, a wonky tail. So I guess you can get them <laughs> fixed there. But anyway, it's not the saying that if you have if you have a cat that isn't quite perfect, um, perfect is I guess relative as well, right? My Beauty, cat is perfectly imperfect. Beauty thank is you. in the eye of the beholder. My my cat Scooter. Um, just going down this route, who I might uh, <laughs> might actually start to uh, to tear up now, um, but Scooter was the best cat in the world. Um, had a, uh, a respiratory problem. Um, maybe cannabis uh, caused it. I don't know. Um, I don't even know if that's one of the side effects. But uh, he had a respiratory problem. Had snot constantly. Um, we still he he has since uh, since passed away. And um, but best cat in the world. Uh, we still have snot around the house though, um, as a, a remembrance <laughs> of who he was. Anyways, that's a little bit of a side tangent. But that's what you're going to get on this show a lot of uh, a lot of side tangents so i'm at this event hosting it i'm i'm emceeing and it's, it's basically like a 50s uh, 50s model, would that be what it is? Or how would you describe yeah, so, it? Yeah, so there were two aspects of the comp- competition, we'll say. One yeah, was fundraising, and uh, the other was the modeling aspect, dressing up as a 50s pinup. And mm-hmm. um, I had actually done this event the year prior, and it's so interesting because I was totally fine. I was stoked. I was ready. I had my little rolling pin and my cute little baker's apron on and I went out on stage and I looked at the judges and was fine. I looked at the audience and completely blanked out. I don't remember anything from that point until I got to the podium where the guy was asking me who I was wearing and I was like, huh? <laughs> so I had vowed that I was I was going to conquer that stage fright. So that's actually why I had gone back the next year and I had created this ruse that I was going to bring some cannabis cookies and I needed somebody to play a police officer. So that way I would be arrested or in trouble, right? Because I figured if I played some sort of role and and theme out that it would give me something to focus on and take my mind off the fact that I was so nervous and scared to be there. And um, I couldn't find anybody to play the police officer. And the person who organized the event said, why don't you reach out to the the MC of the event? And that happened to me. Me. Now, uh, I got a random message saying, hey, I need you to come and and, uh, be a police officer and and pretend to arrest me. Actually, I think the message was, hey, are you interested in role playing with me? Yeah, it might it might have been yeah, yeah it might have been that bold, but um, I, I was hard hard pressed for me to turn that down. Regardless, as a as a performer, I was like, well, this is just a great opportunity. Um, so uh, so I went in there, and we we had met briefly. You had these beautiful green cookies. They were um, delicious. Which they I can... were non infused. I just want to add because it was pre legalization, and I was going to be giving them out. So. That's true. So I so we played that up, and you were one of the contestants. And um, throughout that entire day, uh, I kept going over and having another cookie, and we were having that little bit of kind of back and forth. at the time. I wasn't, I you know, we just, we had no. I idea. was just playing it up for laughs. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, quite frankly, the cookies were were very very good. Thank you. Um, but uh, from that moment, then uh, we started to develop a relationship um, over the time, and uh, you were actually um, the one who. Uh, I was I, in disbelief when he told me this. I could not. I could you, not. When you found out that I had never, ever tried cannabis. Like, like at never, all. At all. Um, I was like the golden child growing up in church for, for years. I was the one, you know, no smoking, no drinking, no drugs. Well, I did a little bit of dancing. I, I will admit that. <laughs> roller skating a does horrible, that count? Yeah. Um, roller skating was, was on the fringe, depending on your denomination. But, um, and actually a phenomenal roller skater. I can tell you uh, roller skating stories. Maybe as we go through this podcast, those will come out. Um, I love um, the concept of... Um, Beating, well, no, that's the wrong word. Um, defeating, challenging um, children, and and I can literally, I can beat, I can beat any any person at anything if they are ten and under. Like like, and roller skating is no different. Anyways, it's a whole different side story. The the point is though, is that um, in the journey, and I told you I, I had never consumed cannabis at all growing up in the church. I wanted nothing to do with it, knew nothing about it other than it was the devil's grass. Um, I think that's lettuce. Oh my god, the devil's lettuce. It's not the newbie. devil's grass. No, I don't know. Well, that's hence hence the hence why I am I am the newbie here now. 
So we didn't know anything, but that's the thing. We, we Terms were all out there. I had mm-hmm. no idea what was going on with this thing. So you find out that I have never used it. So you take that opportunity to... I think my exact words were, you've never had cannabis in your <laughs> life. And you said, no. I said, enter Mary Jane. Everyone's got to have a purpose. <laughs> so so sure enough, uh, as time was on, I was, in, I was in a stage of life where I was trying new things. And I had... I had, I had I wouldn't say at the time I had I had separated from the church per se, but I had definitely um, uh, I was I was at a stage of life where I was challenging myself and being more open to to trying new things and getting past stigmas and trying to see what else was out there that I hadn't experienced uh, in what was a very um, sheltered but um, I wouldn't say I like I wasn't one of those kids that you know we never talked about drugs or sex or anything like that like it wasn't like that like we we watched you know sex with Sue mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that show you know I remember I, remember I do every Sunday an episode you know where she stuck little little felt hair patches on different parts of of the person's body and I thought I thought that's wow like I took you know if we could take screenshots back then I would have like that was that was super impressive but so we were in a I was conservative but not not necessarily sheltered completely, um, but obviously cannabis was was uh, something that I had never even approached, and so you gave me my first opportunity to smoke a joint. I did. I actually took you out to choose your own strain of cannabis because in the cannabis industry we say the nose knows, so you need to go and smell the cannabis. Unfortunately, I don't think we can do that right now. Um, no. with, with everything that's going on. But you used to be able to go and actually smell the product um, at certain places. I won't say where because, you know. Um, but uh, you did you did have your first experience and actually felt nothing. Yeah. And b- <laughs> before we just before we go into that that experience, I do want to say this. This is why what the stories we're going to tell um, on this podcast. This is why we wanted to start the podcast in the first place. Absolutely. Because it was we're, we're coming from two very different worlds and two very different experiences. I don't even know if it's called the devil's grass or the devil's lettuce. Like like that's how like out of the world I am. Mm-hmm. And you're an advocate and, and a longtime medicinal user. And so the point of this podcast was really to bring those two worlds together. Because usually, like you said at the beginning, um, pot smokers would talk to pot smokers. Oh, yeah. Weed smokers would hang around with each other, right? The cannabis community held hang out with other cannabis users, much like when I grew up in the church. You you know, you didn't go outside because, you know, mm-hmm. they you didn't know what they were going to bring into the conversation and you felt that they weren't going to understand you. And then you'd have to be like, you don't want to use Christianese. And I'm sure there's cannabis users that use terms and are like, well, if I use this term person on the outside, not... so you start to get into these bubbles. Mm-hmm. So this podcast was really about, what if we were to sit down, just the two of us, bring in some guests um, and have opportunities to tell stories and have me be able to ask questions that maybe a, a cannabis user would never ask, um, an opportunity for me to learn, but an opportunity for you, our listeners, for, for guests to also learn that there's another side and we're kind of, you know, there's, there are people out there going, look, I'm not opposed to it. But I am, I'm, I, I just want to learn. I want to, I want to figure it out. Well, on the other side too, I mean, like I literally just had a conversation with a gentleman outside while I was smoking a joint before the podcast. I think that's our producer, Eric, actually. No, no. Oh. I said old man, didn't I? Eric. That's why I said Eric. No, 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 no. <laughs> no Eric's not an old man. Close um, the curtain, Eric. He's looking right in on us. It's very creepy right he's now. He's giving you the cut eye. Um, so I was actually outside speaking with an old man, and uh, we had a, conver- a very short conversation about cannabis. And um, he had told me he had never tried it because he was not stupid. And okay. and within a very short conversation, um, hopefully. I was able to sway his opinion a little bit because I had straight out at the end of the conversation asked him, do I appear to be stupid after this conversation? And he (laughs) said, no, why? And I said, well, you do realize that this is, um, or no, I said that I've been consuming marijuana since I was 16. Um, And he said, oh, you need to stop. And my response to him was, uh, you do realize that this is marijuana right here. And he was like, no way. And completely blown away at the fact that, hi, marijuana user right here. 
clearly not stupid or a murderer or a rapist like they lead you to believe in <laughs> well, that movie, well, Reefer Madness. In the, in the movie Reefer Madness, which we're going to talk about later as well, because one of Mary Jane's uh, goals, uh, in, I think it's a life goal in general, is to make me watch cannabis movies. Um, and uh, so that journey is going to unfold during this podcast. Yes. Um, there will be opportunities. Um, we're going to talk about Reefer Madness uh, a little while later in this show, but in future shows, we're actually gonna, I'm going to do cinema reviews sin cinema reviews um, as Mary Jane uh, introduces me to the cannabis world through the cannabis culture through through pop culture through movies and films um, and I'm sure we'll go down some other routes but uh, if, if if reefer madness is any indication of what kind of journey I'm about to go on um, it's uh, <laughs> it, that is one crate you guys literally run people over with cars um, so yeah um, yeah jump out windows and everything. So that's that's really what, and I think what we want to do too is bring is break down the stigma, right? Like, um, not just because I'm stuck in this enclosed space with her right now, but I will I will honestly say, like, you are not a killer. Like, I don't fear for my life currently. Thank although you. there are some people out there that think you know weed is going to make you um, completely and utterly mad. I think the reality is is that if you're already crazy. Um, we just, you know, you're going to be crazy whether you smoke it or not. See, I, I use that as the lazy argument, you know. You're not, that, that person's not lazy because they smoked weed. They're just a right. lazy they're, person. They're lazy, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I think you you really break down the stigma. I wouldn't have known when I first met you. Um, I think one of the downsides of the the pop culture that, that I've known just through knowing pop culture that I'm going to find in these movies is that um, some of that stigma has actually been brought out of a culture that has enforced the stereotypes from from the own from the cannabis culture itself yep. that they've 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 created this kind of um, perception absolutely that now people buy into and so I think that's what we want to do on this show is 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 if you're an if you're a cannabis user or a, a non cannabis user we hope that you'll be able to uh, watch and listen um, as we talk about this this uh, very important issue now as people are still battling now with the whole legalization mm -hmm. um, and we're we're based up here in Canada, um, which had its legalization already. But that's what we want to do here on the show. Um, before we go into one more story, I just want to say, uh, if, if this is of at all in, in interest to you, we will be doing these shows weekly. Um, and you'll be able to find us all over uh, the web as we just try to talk about cannabis from both sides. So let's talk about the first time um, that I that I smoked. Um, we you, what were you thinking going into this thing? Because I was a little, I was apprehensive, mm -hmm. super interested, but I mean, clearly, you know, life has gone on for me and it's kind of like, you know, it's a long time of not having. So why would you start even trying something like that? So I was, I was apprehensive, but excited at the same time. What were you thinking? I was actually really nervous. Um, because I wasn't sure how you were going to react to it. Mm -hmm. um, so we made sure that we got a very low THC cannabis strain. And um, we did it outside by the water. Um, I didn't think you were going to jump in the water, so it was safe. <laughs> According to me, for madness, <laughs> I would have, like, jumped in for sure. That's true. But uh, I tried to put you in a very calm environment, uh, keep you relaxed. And um, it was actually a really good experience. Because, well, good. Because nothing bad happened. Yeah, nothing bad happened, but nothing happened at all. Well, that, so. yeah, that was that was the thing that was a little bit concerning to me because I all of these years of my life I had been you know it had been put into my brain that this is if you ever if you ever smoked cannabis it is going to be like this crazy weird experience and nothing happened. I was disappointed. I was yeah. almost it was this huge letdown. I was like here I am with my very first joint, mm -hmm. you know, feeling like I'm doing something wrong, smoking quietly down by the river and um nothing was happening in my brain and I was like, well, I don't even know what the point of this is. Well, talk about a letdown. I paid for it and he got nothing out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I was pretty let down too. Look, quite frankly, I I've never paid I've never paid for weed. That that's that is true. Um, but let's go back once. Let's go back one a couple steps as we uh, and we'll build back through this because um, we get to this point where we're both sitting on this on this edge of the water here. You're you're um, helping me experience my first experience with cannabis. What was your very first experience with cannabis? 
That's really interesting to me. I think uh, I sat down with you the other day to try and pinpoint where, when, who. And I honestly, I cannot tell you my first smoking a joint no, experience. It's just, it's just you and I. Go well, ahead. You can tell me. Honestly, I don't, I don't remember because I didn't get high either. Hmm. I didn't, I smoked numerous times before getting high. And I remember the first time I got high, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, hey, that's what the show is for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I remember when I was at a house party and How someone, old were you? I was uh, 14. Okay. Um, somebody said, you know, come and, uh, did you want to smoke a joint? I said, sure. Cause I had smoked weed like four or five times, never got high. Sure. Let's go smoke a joint. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. Now it's coming back. Side effect. Side effect. Okay. So, um. Okay. So right now, right now we are in a detox situation. We are, we are. She hasn't, she hasn't had a puff in a couple hours. Her brain is clearing and she is about to remember things the that fog? she, would you, would you like, do, do we, should we bring in a couch? Do we need a couch to be brought into this padded room that we're already no, in? No, no. Okay. That's funny. The padded room. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my dad was the first one, uh, that had me, uh, or not had me, allowed me to try cannabis. Um, same with alcohol. Uh, he always believed that it was safest to try at home under the circumstance of a parent. Um, so when I had, I guess my, now I'm thinking my dad must have had really weak weed because I went to this party and I smoked a joint and I was like, <laughs> and he's like, uh, you should probably like slow down a little bit. That's really strong. And I, I'm like, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. No problem. I got it. And my friend Anna bust in the bedroom and's like, the pizza's here. Come get it with me. And we lived in an apartment building. So not thinking. I'm like, sure, leave the apartment. And I swear to God, that hallway that we were walking down just kept getting longer and longer. <laughs> it was like one of those movies where you see the door and then all of a sudden it's like tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. And... She's walking down the hall all fast and getting further and further away from me. And I can't seem to understand why I'm not going as fast. Right. So clearly that was that was just the, you know. <laughs> now, I would just like to make, make a, a personal note when I know that this is a true story of your first experiences with weed because I have never seen you go... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen that. That's clearly a, a begin. I didn't even know how to hold. Like I didn't know how to hold like a cigarette. I didn't know like the. the, the I had That's no true. idea how to even. But I'd never seen. And I, def way? I definitely, no? did, I definitely didn't do that either. No. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about then the journey that that proceeds from that. Like you, you get those first early experiences. Nothing really happens. You get this tunnel vision hallway, which is really creepy. You find out your dad is buying horrible weed. There's a lot, a lot of things that are coming into your brain that is that is probably shocking you. You know, I mean, if you're gonna look up to anybody, it's your dad, and then you find out he's got weak weed. Like, like there's a whole lot of stuff in there. But so what happens in that journey then? Like, like where do you go from there? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I, I continued using, I want to say cannabis. Okay. So you I can't continued, say marijuana. can't say marijuana. No, I learned that. I learned that the hard way, folks. I, um, I continually used marijuana recreationally, cannabis recreationally. And, um, I want to say recreationally, but in reality, I was smoking two joints a day, every day. Okay. Um, and it's, it's interesting to me because I started doing that after grade nine in the summer in between grade nine and grade 10. So in grade nine, my grades were C's and D's. Okay. In grade 10, they went to B's and A's. And then continuing all through high school, I got really good marks. Mm -hmm. And I attributed that to cannabis. And I say that because in grade nine, when the teacher gave me an English assignment and was like, here, I need you to write this. I would write it and I'd move on. But in grade 10, when the teacher would give me an assignment, I'd smoke a joint and I would write it. It would be like five, 10 pages long. Oh, see, so I'm, I'm actually glad that I didn't smoke weed growing up because I didn't do any schoolwork. And <laughs> knowing now that it would have caused me to do schoolwork would have eliminated so much free time that I had <laughs> given myself. So it was actually, I'm actually quite glad now that I didn't have that experience. I didn't realize it was going to make me a better student. Well, I don't think that's for everybody, Timmy. Okay. Yeah. So you, 
you go through, so now you're finding it's getting, you're helping. Now, we, for the record, we're not doctors. No. Um, no, there, this there might is... not happen to everybody, but it definitely was helping your ability to maybe um, remember, process, function. To be, able, to be able to focus. So around the same time, I had also gone to the doctor and the doctor had said I was suffering from anxiety and depression um, and put me on some pharmaceuticals for that. And um, I found that... Maybe it was using the both together, the pharmaceuticals and the cannabis together. I'm not sure. But I just found that the pharmaceuticals didn't do what they promised they would do. Right. And I was finding the same relief on cannabis. So I just stopped taking the pharmaceuticals. And um, I find that the cannabis allowed me to focus. Okay. So um, I just assumed, you know, I'm not depressed anymore. Like the typical, I'm not depressed anymore, so I don't need those pills. And I just continued to consume cannabis um, all the way through adulthood up until um, it's probably about 27 is when the doctor had said, uh, hey, um, you do know that you've been medicating with cannabis mm. for your entire life. And I was, I was in shock because, I mean, I had heard Around that time, it was about 2005 or 2000 and no, 2000 and I don't know. Anyways, my, my brain's foggy on years. Um, but, but when the doctor had explained it to me, they were doing cannabis for cancer, cannabis for like severe um, ailments and diseases, mm. not for anxiety, not for depression, not for, you know, PTSD and and all those other things. You had to have something severe in order to get a medical license at that yeah. time. Um, and the doctor had also said, but it's not covered where with me being on disability, um, pharmaceuticals are covered. So here, try these. So then I ended up back on pharmaceuticals, which then led to lethargy and basically just not being able to function, being a zombie, not wanting to get up in the morning, take my kids to school. It it was so many, the, the negative side effects and the negative list was outweighing the benefits. So you were actually experiencing uh, um, a legitimate pharmaceutical commercial, which says, hey, this will get rid of your headache. Yeah. And by the way, let's spend 20 seconds talking about all the things that might possibly go wrong. Yeah. Now, that may or may not happen with everybody who uses them. But once again, you know, everybody's, this is, I think this is where... It, it's so hard when people try to put like this, like this black and white line, or a, a, you know, a line in the sand, or, or split it up and say cannabis is wrong. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, no, I think everybody's really got to have to look at their own personal journeys and mm -hmm. say whatever it did for you. Yep. Doesn't necessarily mean it does for everyone else, but these stories need to be told to sit there and say, look, this is not. This is not about just saying, hey get rid of something because it, this is good or this is bad. It's everybody's, everybody's life journey and everybody's genetics, everybody's personal experiences are going to play a role into whether or not this could be helpful or not. Well, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm not trying to compare cannabis to strawberries by any means. No, strawberries actually would kill me. If I had strawberries, my throat would close up. This is, this is die. my point because you're allergic to strawberries. Mm -hmm. um, I have never heard anybody dying from consuming cannabis. There, there has never been any recorded deaths due to cannabis. So they don't ban strawberries. They should, though. I, I, <laughs> I actually am becoming an advocate because if I can't have strawberries, who should be able to have strawberries, right? Okay. But right. My, my point behind that is what you were saying is it's not for everybody. Right. Well, and I, I actually grew up believing that, you know, on that side of it shouldn't be for anybody, mm -hmm. right? Um, there will be people now, and we might even have people like this on the show in, in the future, people who believe that cannabis is talked about in the Bible, mm -hmm. um, all those things. Uh, you know, I grew up in a world that, that wanted nothing to do with it, didn't believe it was, you know, almost, almost pretended that it wasn't, you know, a thing. You know, well, you talk about it as if it's a plant, which it is. Yes. It's a plant. But I grew up in a in in a in a world in a in a religious world that you know linked it up with any other drug that you can get on a on a shelf or you know it's the same it's the same as alcohol it's the same as um, smoking mm -hmm. just you know um, whatever you would call smoking you know smoking you yeah. know regular smoking yeah yeah do you know <laughs> like like yeah that one <laughs> um, so. 
yeah. So for me, but but like the way you always talk about it is is a, it's like it's a plan. It would be like you know like pulling you well, know, you, a you carrot can, out some of the people, ground. Well, some people do argue that it is a vegetable. Some people argue that it's a flower. I grew up in a world that believed it made you a vegetable. <laughs> there you go, and that's right. that's why we're doing the show is because I would like to explain to people, especially people that don't know much about cannabis, that. There's more to it than just this demonized drug that you've been told about in, you know, since 1937 when the Reform Act first came out. Cool. Well, I can tell you that the journey that that I have come from, from being somebody who knew nothing about it, plain ignorance. It's not, it, it wasn't a matter, and it was probably, um, I don't know, it, it, I almost want to say that it was pl- like like planned Ignorance, like people deliberately kept you in the dark from certain things, and that happens a lot in in, in the religious circle, and it, but it happens a lot in in any circle. People people assume that if it's outside of their their comfort level, their world, the world that that they're in, religious, political, whatever it be, if you're on the outside of that, the answer to most people is don't even talk about it, lest it draw you away. Like everybody somehow believes that their their world of belief and the things that they've experienced in life are are so true and so right. And yet they don't even want to talk about anything on the outside because what if somebody leaves for that better world? And then you have to question whether or not they really believe that they have the truth in the first place. But I think that's happening a lot in regards to cannabis. Some people, they, li- they just don't want to talk about it. It's, it's not even a matter of... Um, we think it's wrong. It's like we don't we don't even want to have the conversation. So this you're talking from the outside of the cannabis community, right? Because yeah. it sounds to me because all of the stuff that you're describing about wanting to stay within the box and and that um, cannabis consumers in a whole, I think this is a side effect of cannabis. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, that it it activates a part of your brain that makes you think and question and and makes you look outside of the box to wonder what's on the other side, right. um, to have these discussions with people that you may not agree with, to be able to hear their side and and to be able to say, I agree to disagree. Well, and I hope that's what happens. I mean, it's happened in our in our conversations. As much as it's easy to to make a statement of like you're you know you're the doobie, I'm the newbie, and I'm just going to learn from you. Mm-hmm. I think what we've learned is that there are things that you're learning from me, and I'm learning from you. And this yeah. isn't just about um, like some people would look at this and go, oh, so so Timmy, you kind of grew up in the church, and now you're a clean comedian. And in fact, there's a whole other that's a whole other discussion about whether or not. Um, cannabis jokes could be considered clean. I mean, that's, that's something that I hope to get into in the, on future episodes as well. Like, you know, well, it's just like, cannabis in the church alone. After meeting Timmy, I've had to go to numerous churches and we're there for hours. So like, you know, I'm consuming while I'm there. So it, it's, it's been very interesting to say the least. Yeah. So, but we're learning from both things. And, and it's not like, I, I think the fear of some people would be like, oh, well, so, so Timmy, now you're, you know, you're dating a, a non or a consumer. Now, you're dating know, a pothead. They're almost surprised. Well, not almost surprised. They're very surprised almost all the time that I don't smoke because the mentality is clearly she's going to draw you into her world. That was the funniest comment I had ever heard somebody say that that I was going to draw you in. Right? <laughs> like I'm a devil or some sort of thing. Well, like. and on the other side, though, there'd be other people who'd be like, oh, so Timmy can now he, maybe he can convert her. He can bring her in. It's like we got, and yet what's happening isn't this whole thing of like I want to bring you into my world, and you're going. I'm going to bring you into my my world. No. It's about we've been we've been really finding this nice space about learning each other's worlds, mm-hmm. and figuring out how to work within that with within those worlds without necessarily. You know, I'm not going to become a pothead, um, and you're not going to become a Christian, and and who knows where yeah, that's not going to happen, right? Who knows where this journey? <laughs> I'm not sharing my weed with you. Yeah, I mean, and and my my journey in faith is a whole different discussion about where I'm at in that journey of faith right now, too. There's, but I think that's the whole point is that we are at we're both at this this place of life, which I hope others who are listening to the show can are at that place too. And if you're not there, that you can get there where we just want growth. 
And we're not, you're not the same person you were when you first started smoking weed at 14. I'm not the same person I was when I was growing up in the church at, at you know, as a, at like literally born. I think I was born in the pew. Uh, my mom doesn't, <laughs> doesn't ever t- pew. <laughs> pew, <laughs> pew. <laughs> Wait. Can I say? Oh, I didn't say Pepe first. We're good. Oh, yeah, I know you can't. You can't. Say, <laughs> the fact that we're even we're even talking about cannabis now in a world that thinks Pepe Le Pew should be canceled is uh, <laughs> is a whole different thing. I'm, I'm kind of worried about. I think actually when 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 uh, they'll sit down and try to figure out what what they should edit, and because we're trying not to edit any of it, the plan is not to edit the show. That's true. But uh, they might look at all the censorships that are out there right now and go. Literally, the only thing they can say is "Hi, I'm Timmy," and then because you know because MJ and Mary Jane, that would be maybe that's controversial. <laughs> So, like, literally, this when the, while all this thing, nobody's even going to hear this. It literally could just be a podcast that says, "Hi, I'm Timmy," and then it's just like this mark that just says the rest of this cannot be broadcast because of of social um, just one long beep yeah, all the way people through. Are just, people are very, very uh, uncomfortable with it. Um, so, as a clean comedian, too, um, you know, we 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 tour. Uh, you come on my tours with me, and we're constantly in this environment where everything is. Uh, uh, like a pun intended, sanitized, um, socially sanitized, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't ever say um, you're a cannabis user. No, um, I, I don't dress like this when but, I go into. But it's the funny that that your name. So you changed you changed your name. I did l- legally I le- along the way. I did. I actually became legally Mary Jane Baker the year that cannabis became legal. Yeah, see, now, like, if you're going to change your name, well, like, that's the time to do it, right? But what's funny is that when we go into, when we go to do a show and she introduces herself as Mary Jane, first of all, Mary Jane, let alone the Baker part. Yeah, I always say Baker because I'm so proud of the Mary Jane Baker. I want to, I'm testing people. Yeah, and here's, here's where the, here's where the test ultimately comes down. We, we have discovered how to find the secret pot smokers from from the non-pot smokers because when she says her name is Mary Jane, right, we get two responses. Yeah. It's either, oh, from Spider-Man, non-consumer, or, oh, Mary Jane, right? <laughs> so consumer. So the, just by changing your name to Mary Jane Baker, you have already become, you have like this, this um, cannabis radar yeah. out there people people will will that was of, a side effect that i didn't have any any inkling was going <laughs> to happen but uh it was very interesting watching people go oh my god your parents must have been like hippies or something and i was like no i just paid for it myself <laughs> so um let's talk about the legalization um sure. aspect of it uh you are you are now um uh, an advocate um, uh, a model. Yeah, I dabble a little bit. Dabble do, a little yeah. bit. You dabbled a, a little bit enough, though. To, to <laughs> I get did. A little... I caught somebody's radar because you, you um, I I ended up in the newspaper, and I'm so proud. One of the one of the um, shoots that I did was released on legalization day. So I'm proud to say I was Miss Legalization. I guess. Yeah, in Canada. And, well, and we actually have we have the paper here. So we this do. is from this is from what's what's the date? October October seventeenth, two thousand and eighteen. October seventeenth, two thousand and eighteen. For the kids out there, we still we used to look out of papers. And look, it says Reefer Madness it Reefer right Madness on the corner. Right at the top. That's uh, that was that's the movie we're going to talk briefly about here as we're getting ready to uh, move on here. High on Tory, so many good puns. Anyways. Um, so should we show should we show this? Do you want to sure. see this? Sure. Okay. So on the back page, the reason why I bought the Toronto Sun in the very mm-hmm. first place for years, because when I was growing up, just for the record, when I was growing up, we didn't have like the internet. Like I, I'm one of those people that you know wasn't around before, you know, when mm-hmm. the internet was. And so as a young hormonal boy. Um, I wasn't going to, and, and a Christian boy, so I wasn't going to be going into the stores and buying magazines. But so you were like a Sears catalog type I was kid. a Sears catalog, okay. National Geographic, Toronto Sun, Sunshine Girl kid. <laughs> so many I boys had sunshine, were. <laughs> I had Sunshine Girls um, taped 
like in crazy spots all around my house. Like it was kind of like, um, it was like a James Bond room in essence. If you walked in my room, my room looked really nice. And then if if I locked the door though, I, I'd turn over pillows turn, and there'd be sunshine girls like hidden everywhere. Like it was, it was looking back kind of weird, maybe creepy even at that point, but it was the only way I could cope. Um, and then, you know, thank God the internet That's came along. Funny. But anyways, um, so you're actually in here. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, what. I don't know which camera we can we can go with. But that's uh, so that is uh, that is Mary Jane, um, and uh, that was you a couple years ago on Legalization Day. It was. It, became... They actually put um, in the paper print. It has the cannabis leaves in it, but on the digital print um, online, they didn't have that. Okay. Yeah. So it was like an extra. When you even Extra got, thing. yeah, you even got right up here. You even got up at the top there, a little special thing. I know. My dad called me right away and was like, hey, they put your face in the front. They never put the face in the front. And I was like, okay, dad, thank you. He's like, I bought 12 copies. Now you're actually wearing. I am. You're wearing the outfit that you wore um, back on that day. I did. Did you see the pants? Those pants are killer. I got them at t-shirt yeah, time. So just look, Cannabis look pants, pants, and they literally feel like you're not wearing anything. And they're so one size so you're fits all. Them right now? I am. I normally don't do promo unless I absolutely love a product, and I absolutely love this product. Well, I love the product as well. And so because today is actually um, National Lookalike Day, yes. I felt it was very important. Can we can we just can yes. we do this? So I don't know what you can what you can see or what you can can't see. Can we show see. Timmy's pants? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we. Let's see. Let's see if we kind of come in. How's the? Yeah. Look at that. This is your opportunity, folks, to take screenshots, whatever it may be. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually. I don't know. This room is so small. I don't. I don't know how to best pose, but. But you know this this might this might be able to be something that you can yeah anything. it's all it's all good it's all good now I know you weren't able to uh, to hear a lot about that because I was so far away from the mic but uh, visually worth every penny so if you're just listening to this podcast uh, you probably are going to want to find the video footage somewhere absolutely because that was that was worth the price of admission right there these pants uh, really really fit well and it's it like is. it's like you're not wearing anything right. No, it's not. And one of these shows, uh, I might not be. Um, quite frankly, I love the shows that uh, doing doing comedy now because of COVID um, in virtual worlds where I'm only shot from waist up. Uh, I haven't worn pants in a, on a comedy show for like over a year now. One of the most freeing experiences I've ever had. Um, and for the record, I let people know that ahead of time. You know, I don't hide that. I'm not... But we could probably talk to the producer and see if we can arrange uh, moving the camera so that way that's possible here as well. Yeah. Well, and there's, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Naked Gardening Day is coming up. I always celebrate that. That might be an episode. Anyways, um, so let's uh, let's just um, let's end the show uh, today, though. Just uh, I want to talk about Reefer Madness briefly. Um, and in the future, we're going to talk about uh, some other movies that you um, are going to force me to watch them to try to understand thing. But Reefer Madness, if you haven't seen Reefer Madness, uh, there is literally um, nothing like this show, the, this movie. Um, when, when did it come out? 1930 something? 1937. 1937. And it was. It was it, Reefer Madness, uh, I think, is uh, there's two things about it. Number one, the name um, implies that Reefer's cannabis would that's crap. Will make you mad, not angry, crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's also in this a world that that it's like it's like it's mad. It's it, it's gone mad about cannabis on both sides. There are the there are the adamant supporters and the adamant uh, opposers, mm -hmm. right? And there is there's a madness around it. It's like it, it's almost impossible to have these conversations yep. um, because of, of everybody's so it's it's a volatile topic. 
you know, some people on both sides, you know, don't want to hear, you know, if you try to talk to someone and say it's it's not good for medicine and, and those people are very adamant that it is and there, there just becomes a lot of a lot of intense conflict. But let's just talk briefly about this movie. This is a unofficial cinema review, which we'll do. We'll do some more of those on future episodes. But um, <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me about the pur- the purpose of the movie and then I'll share my thoughts Okay. what I saw um, and I will never I will never ever forget seeing it was it was amazing okay so um, I actually had to do a little bit of research on this movie because I wasn't sure if it was satire or if it was like um, propaganda or right. what exactly it was and um, turns out it was funded by a church organization in the 30s to help um, like in conjunction with what do they call those? Um, parent teacher? No, parent boards. Never okay. been one of those. You yeah. know, like the the kid the kids. You know, save the children. Like a, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was basically initially called Tell Your Children, okay. and it was to try and and scare the parents into scaring their children mm-hmm. away from this terrible, terrible plant called cannabis. Well, and it literally said, I took a couple notes here as I was watching it because I couldn't not watch this thing without taking some notes. But it actually starts off by saying, you know, what you're about to watch may startle you. And for the record, absolutely startled me, but in, the, in an incredibly humorous way. Um, I, don't, I don't think they accomplished their goal. I don't know what it was like back in the 30s and the early 40s when this thing was first put out. But um, if their intention was to make people be afraid of cannabis... Uh, I think it had the opposite. It, it was. It was. It comes across way more as a comedy now. Things have changed since since then. Um, some horrible acting back then. But so it's black and white. My first question was was uh, who made this right? Um, and so I'd encourage you. Look, this isn't a promotion for it. I think it's. It was it actually public domain now or something? Oh, is that the bell? Show's done. I don't know what that Hello, was. Uh, you're something. Something just fell. We're good there. All right. Okay. So, but. Yeah, listen, if this doesn't make you want to watch the movie, I don't know what will, right? There's the piano player with the devil devil hair, okay? Mm-hmm. The piano player looked absolutely crazy, had the devil hair. He had, um, a, he had a part right down the middle. He had a part, yeah, to create that's, horns. That spells crazy. Yeah, yeah, he had, he had the horns. Um, there was They colored the smoke. So they wanted to make sure, because it was a black and white. I was going to say it was colored. They, they put it in Technicolor. They put it in Technicolor, and then even for extra effect added color to the smoke. So the, the so cannabis, the cannabis smoke, smoke only, was not blue and green and pink, but the cigar smoke and cigarette smoke was regular smoke. So they wanted to make you really know this is like this is like a chemical when really if you think about it, the the um, the regular smoke, the the uh, um, cigarette smoke is actually, you know, probably more chemical than uh, anyways. Um, but it was it was a mix of dirty dancing and footloose. It was this crazy, you know, crazy dancing thing. And, and, and literally like like an older man got run over by a car. People got killed um, like like people. One guy just laughed constantly yep. for like the entire movie. Yep. So, so creepy. It was ba- it was in a lot of ways. It was probably they wanted to make it look like cannabis was evil when really it was just it was like the mob like pedophile ring that was uh, that was kind of um, running this this underground cannabis thing and trying to draw the children in mm-hmm. and the children were all kind of in their late 40s i mean those are some pretty old kids but anyways um, but actually, when I think about it, and I was watching all this thing, and I was seeing all like the horrible things that were happening. Uh, the most horrible thing, for the record, though, was that Bill um, started smoking cannabis, and then his tennis game. He became a bad tennis player, and uh, I really related to that because the second time that I smoked cannabis with you, the first time you got high, yeah, that I actually felt the effects. We were bowling, and I, I'm a really good bowler, and I actually did pretty good that game. Yeah, my score came down, and that was the first warning sign that I am not going to be smoking cannabis for the rest of my life because I cannot risk my bowling game at all. Um, in fact, the third and then the third time that I smoked cannabis, I couldn't understand what you were saying. I kept phasing out. Well, it's not that you couldn't understand. You just it was my fault. I got him a really, really heavy indica, almost like twenty five percent THC, and he did what indica does best. He just vegged out and just like. <laughs> at yeah. the TV. So I did not I did I can tell you quite honestly, I did not like the 
um, the disconnect in my mind. And you you will explain it as certain things, and other people will say, "Oh, that's well." That's they call a it a, a, a strain for every pain. So you would use that strain for nighttime relief, okay. not for sitting down and chatting with somebody. That was me. I set him up for failure. See, and that's that's what that's what I'm learning. But I have chosen from those points. I could not, regardless of that one, I can't risk my bowling score. But in this movie, Reefer Madness, Bill's tennis game falls apart. But all I kept thinking when that movie was over was all of these, like, like people were literally killed and, and it was a horrible, horrible thing. And, and then I'm looking over at you and I'm like, like, this is how I die. Like, she literally is going to kill me now because she does. It's bedtime, Timmy. Yeah, yeah. That might have been the last time I never was going to wake up again. Um, so anyways, uh, I hope. Do we uh, still have time for Y420? Before yeah, we let's, wrap do, up? let's do that because we do have to wrap up here. Okay. I've already been getting the signals from from our evil okay. producer Eric. See, and I have my back towards them for, yeah, for yeah. a reason. So let's uh, let's 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 just do this this reason why four twenty is important, and then we're going to wrap this thing up and say goodbye to you, and hopefully you'll join us again in a future episode. So take it away, Mary Jane Baker. Okay, so back in nineteen seventy one, there were five students at a high school in California. We're going to call them the Waldos because they met by the wall every day after their extracurricular curricular activities um, at, you guessed it, 4.20 p.m. Um, the group started using the term 4.20 as their code, as in, like, let's go get high. So later on, one of these five ended up working on the road with the Grateful Dead. Next, one of the deadheads used the 420 reference and made a flyer inviting people to come to their uh, come at 420 on April 20th to get high. Now, one of those flyers just happened to be in the hands of Steve Bloom, who was working at High Times. That was 1990. So 1991, High Times started printing out the exact same flyer, 420, every 420, come and smoke up and... It's just kind of been a thing. So every April 20th, all of us get together. Well, except for last year. And hopefully maybe we'll do it this year. Who knows? Um, but my question to all of you guys is who do you think is responsible for 420? Mm -hmm. Would it be the Waldos? Would it be the Deadheads? Or would it be Mr. Bloom? Well, here's the thing. What you what you can do is you can go online. We tell us who you think is responsible for 420. What is it? The Deadheads, Mr. Bloom, or or the Waldos? Or the Waldos. It sounds like we're playing a game of Clue. Who did it? Um, but you can you can find us on all the social media platforms. Uh, we literally are the newbie and the doobie all across social media. That's right. As well as on our Patreon account, which we'd love to have you support so we can keep this podcast on the air and. Um, is that everything? I think that's it for today. I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. Great yeah. show. Awesome. We did it. it. done. So how, what's your sign-off again? Do that sign-off, the official sign-off. Oh, yes. Stay lifted. And keep on laughing. I'm Timmy Boyle. And I'm Mary Jane Baker. 